0: Welcome to LifePoint Plus, a program dealing with marriages and family. We are so glad you're listening. Here's your host, pastor and teacher, Gary Moore. Welcome to Life Point Plus. I'm your host, Gary Moore. Today we're continuing to look at the general topic of resolving conflict with a boundary-resistant spouse. Your spouse may be crossing boundaries with you out of a lack of awareness. You may not know if this is the reason for the problem. But if so, remember that 1 Corinthians 13.7 says that love is hopeful. Approach the problem first as if it's an ignorance issue. You'll find out quickly enough whether or not you're right. And if you are correct, and they have truly crossed boundaries, either your spouse will love you for telling them and will make the changes, or they will resist it. And this resistance is the bigger problem. Let me say that discovering that your spouse is a boundary buster doesn't mean they are any worse a person than you are. The acting out, childish, immature, or controlling spouse does have a more obvious problem. Because their issues are more exposed, they can look very bad to others while you look very innocent. This really has its dangers. Beware of it judging and condemning as you figure all this out. James admonishes us in James 2.13... Judgment without mercy will be shown to anyone who has not been merciful. Be merciful in how you think about your spouse. Doctors Cloud and Townsend remind us that most of the time, the mate of a boundary-resistant spouse has much to repent of also, such as pretending that everything is all right, not speaking the truth, being emotionally absent and withdrawing instead of bringing up problems, not following up on consequences. Nagging and not acting responsibly, being passively revengeful, being self-righteous and condemning, gossiping about your spouse but not telling them your feelings. You can see why you may have to carve out time to work on setting boundaries as it takes so much time to deal first with ourselves. Before you address the problems of a boundary-resistant spouse, you need to understand the reasons for boundary-resisting to help you know better how to approach the issues. To accept boundaries, a person must be able to see the effects of his lack of boundaries on others. When the husband, who is tardy to dinner, notices that his behavior disrupts the family, he should feel godly remorse and compassion for the hurt he has caused them. Love based on empathy is one of the highest and purest motives to change. It is truly in the spirit of Matthew seven twelve of treating others as you would like to be treated. However, some people have difficulty becoming aware of their effect on people. They have trouble sensing emotionally that they hurt others. This is a problem in compassion. They may do all the right things, but they can't sense the feelings of others. A wife may tell her husband how tough it is when he is late for dinner, and he may not understand why she is bothered. Like Mr. Spock of the old Star Trek television show, He may be mystified by her upset feelings and wish she were more rational and logical. Often, people who struggle with understanding feelings tend to be detached and self-absorbed. Opening up the world of emotions and relationships to this spouse may be very helpful. He may need to have emotions explained to him so that he sees the feelings under people's skin. For example, saying, I feel lonely when you go straight to the computer after coming home, can be a revelation to a spouse with this issue. He may also need to learn to open his own feelings up and connect in vulnerable ways to the outside world, which will help him to receive comfort that he can give to others. For instance, inviting him to confess his pain in the following way can help. When you didn't get the raise, you seemed to shut down. I would have felt hurt and angry also. I'd like to know how you felt about it. Some spouses have a low sense of ownership of their actions. They feel that they should be able to do whatever they want and suffer no consequences for it. Like a small child, they aren't anxious about crossing others' boundaries because they don't see their life as their own problem. It is someone else's. This character issue is one the human race has struggled with since Adam and Eve. Someone else did it. None of us take responsibility for our own lives gracefully. It has to be built into us by many painful experiences. And some people have escaped this lesson because parents and friends have enabled their behavior and rescued them. Behind an irresponsible spouse is always a safety net person, either in the past or the present. For example, a husband may be a nice person, but a poor provider because of his lack of boundaries. He may go from job to job, unable to discipline himself to complete tasks, perform adequately, produce results, and grow in competency. This behavior can severely jeopardize his family's quality of life. However, this individual will often blame the boss, the job, or others for his failure and he will be unable to learn from it. This person needs to see that he is the major problem of his problems. He will probably need supportive but firm people surrounding him to teach him ownership and self-control. These people can be a neighborhood group, a Bible study group, or even a support group. At other times, a spouse may resist boundaries because of a split within his own soul. He may be unable to receive confrontation or consequences due to a lack of integration of love and freedom. When his wife asks him to limit himself for their marriage, he may feel that this request makes him too helpless and vulnerable. Therefore, feeling that his own freedom is at risk, he refuses the boundary. Doctors Cloud and Townsend say that an example of this is the husband who has come from what they call an enmeshing family. He may have had to struggle greatly to be able to make his own decisions and choices. He may sometimes get too angry or harsh with his wife. When she asks him to be more considerate of her feelings, he may feel that she is trying to control and enmesh him, and he may react against her. In this case, the spouse needs help in preserving his freedom and choices while freely choosing to respond to limits without jeopardizing that freedom. His wife may want to tell him, It is okay for you to say no to me or to be angry with me. I want you to have that freedom. But I won't tolerate disrespect and harshness. Some spouses resist boundaries due to their attempts to control, manipulate, or dominate their mates. They are unable to see their spouse as having separate and equal feelings and ideas. Rather, they believe that their way is the only way. Instead of mutually solving problems they negate and minimize the freedom of their spouse. An example of this would be the wife who subtly controls her husband's attempts to have wholesome outside friends and interests. Because the wife feels abandoned or unloved by her husband's separateness, she passively withdraws or pouts when he goes out with his buddies. When he tells her this behavior bothers him, instead of owning the problem and taking responsibility for her sad feelings and difficulties with separateness, She blames him for being distant and unloving. An example of more aggressive control would be the husband who raises his voice, threatens, or otherwise intimidates his wife when she disagrees. He directly assaults her separateness and freedom, hoping to make her comply and submit to his opinion or desires. What God intended to be a loving connection is reduced to a fear-based dominance. When a spouse is either passively or aggressively controlling, he needs to learn that his denial of ownership not only hurts others, but also hurts him and keeps him from being free. Controlling people are dependent on the compliance of others. People who are free do not need to control others. A person with the problem of control sometimes needs love, confrontation, and consequences to help him own the issue. For example, An aggressively controlling husband might need warnings, then consequences such as emotional distance, physical distance, and even the intervention of others to help him see that the situation is destructive and must change. Spouses who refuse to admit weaknesses and faults can be major boundary busters. They stay highly invested in not being wrong or bad. Then, when their mate points out that they don't take the trash out, For example, they have to resort to several options to protect their good self. For example, these spouses might deny they have crossed a boundary. I didn't yell at you. I never yell. Rationalize or minimize the offense. I didn't yell at you. I just raised my voice. You're overreacting. Blame the spouse. You frustrate me so much I have to yell. Reverse the issue. But what about how much you yell? In all of these situations, the mate tries to avoid owning her fault or sin. She may be trying to escape from a harsh and condemning conscience, or she may lack understanding of her badness, or she may have a deep sense of entitlement. Whatever the cause, the spouse is unaware of how hurtful her boundary crossing can be, and she avoids taking responsibility for her badness. Think about it. Children learn about boundaries from the pain they experience when they cross the boundaries. They think, when I didn't clean up my room, I lost my free time for a week. I need to start cleaning my room. But people who can't admit faults don't start this learning curve. Instead, they think, everyone is so unfair. I just didn't have time to clean my room. Or, It's not that messy anyway, and I I got a consequence. I have been wronged. This attitude slows down the learning and training process of boundaries immensely. Often spouses with this problem need both consequences when they hurt others and a safe way to explore their bad parts. Well, thanks for being with us today. I hope you've enjoyed our time. We'll continue next week looking at this general topic of resolving conflict with a boundary-resistant spouse. Have a great weekend worshiping in one of the many Bible-believing churches here in the Treasure Valley. God bless you. Thank you for listening today. This program is brought to you by Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like to reach Pastor Gary, please email him at pastorgary at cloverdalechurch.org. If you know more about the church, Go to our website at www.CloverdaleChurch.org. Thanks for listening, and be blessed.